0: hey guys my name is hoodie and welcome to my first episode of you know podcast i've been saying that i want to start this for some time now and i think that i'm ready now to share my life (laughs) it's not easy to you know open up about life stories and stuff like that but i guess with time you get to see that some people do need to hear different, you know, stories and different views on certain things. So I decided that why not start something, you know, start something that will help me personally and also help someone, you know, because we as people are different and, faced different challenges, maybe others faced you know the same challenges as you they may not be like with exact same people, but the situations can be the same, you know, so I was like ach oh, man, ah oh, man, I need to start this and also be able to talk through my pain, talk through my happiness, talk through my sadness, talk through everything i've I've experienced you know, and I think now I'm ready to let people know who I am and what I'm about. And it won't only be about me personally, because I believe that uh, with time, I will be able to get people to, you know, to talk, to chat on it, you know, to to be involved, to to be here, (laughs) you know, because I don't want to find myself in situations where now it's all about myself, because there's other people who also need to share, you know, their stories so from time to time I will chat to different people about their life stories and about the things they faced about the challenges and about their plans and about whatever that would be happening in their lives so for now I'll be touching on friendships and I would like to have you guys comment on what I'm gonna talk about and what your take on friendships and all that so as soon as you guys get hold of this Please do talk to me via Instagram And Twitter At Khudi underscore on both platforms And I will really really appreciate you guys You know, talking to me And sharing your thoughts and views on friendships So here goes uh, I see friendship as Sisterhood Before it can be friends, you know Because I think that If we are able to be sisters or brothers for guys. It's easier to converse, to communicate, to help each other grow, to build each other. You know, that's how I see friendship. Friendship is where I feel like it's your safe place where you can be able to share anything in your life. Where you can be able to to feel free to be yourself, you know. Because I know that when I'm with my friends, I can laugh, I can... You know, I can talk because I know personally that I talk a lot. But if you struggle to be your real, real, real you with your friends, then there's something wrong with you and your friends. Because you need to be able to be like, yo, this is me and this is what I'm about. You know, when even you guys go out, even when you guys are chilling, even when you guys are going through things, you should be able to say, yo, yo, I'm here. You know, so I really think that um I've faced a lot of troubles when it comes to friends from high school to college to now, you know, and I think with high school, obviously we're starting to know each other. I cannot mention primary because obviously primary was still young, so we didn't really understand much basis of friendship, but with high school, we got to see that yo. Friends, this is what you share, because even uh, dating started then, even knowing, you know, things started then. So I think that with high school, I got to see that, okay, this is how friendship works and stuff like that. So with high school, I remember I had like a lot of friends, you know, and obviously when you guys have a lot of friends does not always work out yeah it works out, but not always can work out for the good it can always work out for the bad but with me it worked out for the bad because i ended up being poisoned at school you know and all because of i believe uh the reason was that because you stay in the burbs and we stay you know kukasi. i didn't understand that logic because i was like oh, what would you then, why would you then want to kill me because I'm staying in the babs and you're staying in class, they are like, no, we kind of feel like you're living the life. But then if I'm living the life, why don't you just say, yo, hoodie, do this, do that, you know? But I think then I knew that my real friends were not my real friends, you know, because we would share from homeworks, you know, in the morning when you guys are writing homeworks and stuff like that, we were like that, you know, we're that, those kind of friends. But when, when we got to grade 10 and... Friendships that are being rocky and you know, passing in different platforms because we, now we're doing different subjects. You know, others are doing civil engineering, others are doing uh, mechanical, others are doing electrical. Obviously, you guys are different, right? And you're passing in your different aspects of life, right? So, we got to know each other like on a deeper level to know that, oh, okay, so this one is smart in this department and stuff like that. But now, when they poisoned me. It was the last straw because people were jealous of that. There's a certain group that's passing. And I was not the only one that they were planning to, to poison because they knew that I always share my lunchbox with people. So they were like, okay, that's the circle of people that she shares her lunchbox with. I definitely gonna, you know, feel the pain that everyone is gonna feel. And yes, it happened. And I had to move schools, you know. I had to move schools from the school I was at to a different school from Atridgeville, Bochoni, to Part a you know, and when I got there, yeah, obviously I got there Got July, so it was not easy to make friends, but when I got, when I finished and I got to pre-teachers, that's when I was like, oh, yo, you know, pre-teachers on Acadia, and I, I got to, to meet new people, I wouldn't say that friends, I made friends and stuff like that, because I, I had bad experience from my previous school with friends, because I was like, I had trust issues with friends, knowing that yo, what if I trust this person and they also do the same thing that happened you know, in my previous school? I really had trust issues and it was not something that I can work through you know, just overnight. But, you know, it happened. But then when time went, I was like, oh, OK, I, you know, I kind of have to open up. But it was not easy to open up because, you know, you know, you can open up and people can use what they know about, about, you, you know, against you. So I was like, mm, nah, 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 nah. So yeah, okay, anyway, time passed, high school, finished, uh, PTHS, I went to college. When I got to college, that's when I got to see friends. I had friends at school and friends outside school. But now when I got to have different friends, I got to learn different people and different reasons for people being in my life. My little sister Z always says that people are in your life for a reason. If someone is in your life for a season, they will obviously end when the season ends, you know. But some people are in your life for a reason, and they're in your life for a lifetime. And she's a little sister, but she told me a lot. And I believe that with college, I got to see that I can have friends who are real. And I can have friends who are just, oh, okay, they're just my friends, you know. And outside college, I got to see that. My friends outside college were not actually the real ones, because they would always come to me and share their problems. Yo, how oh, do you know we're going through this? My boyfriend is doing that. My sister, my mom, my dad, my whoever's doing that. But when it was my chance to cry and be like, "Yo, guys, I'm going through this. I'm failing. I'm, 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 I'm struggling," you know, and became a problem for people because people would be like, whenever I had to share problems, they'd be like, "Ah, you know." We will talk later. I have. To, I'm busy now. You know, pe- people are always busy every time I wanted to share my problems, and it kind of got to a point where I was like, "Oh, okay." So it means I'm not, um, a good friend to them, so that they just, you know, I'm not worthy of their time for them to even wanna share, you know, their thoughts with my situations, and I kind of felt that okay, wow, guys, wow. I kept trying, like, yo, whenever I go through something, because I'd end up crying myself to sleep because people were never there for me, you know. But I think that after some time of trying and trying and trying and trying and trying, I realized that you're on your own, girl. You're on your own. You need to be your own girl. And face your troubles. You know, I'd always talk to myself through the mirror and be like, you know, shake, cry and stuff like that. You know, when you're looking at yourself, cry. It's weird, I know. But it kind of worked for me because with the people I wanted to cry to, they were always unavailable to listen to me, you know. So I was like, Ugh, why not make something out of, you know, my my efforts and my tears and stuff like that. I did that, I would look myself in the mirror in my bedroom, I would lock a door, look myself in the mirror, cry, 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 and talk and talk and talk. In most cases i will talk about how my friends are not so real to me, how you know and after I've done crying, I'd switch off the light and pray and just go to sleep or just talk to gonna be like, your God, I don't know, why did I do to deserve, to deserve this? And something I realize is that when When your friends are never available to listen to you, you always look for strangers who will always be willing to listen, you know, because there's always those strangers that are always be like, yo, we're ready, you know, and when you have such people in your life, you tend to overshare because... Now you're holding so much anger and pain inside of you. As much as you cry, you do whatever. You're holding so much pain and anger. Because now when you see people, you're on some, yo, you know, I had a friend. And this friend did this to me. This friend will always come to me and be like, yo, I've got problems with my man. My man did this. My man did that. You know, and then when I had to go and share my problems with my man, it was another thing. Or with my friends or with my school or with my home, whatever. They would always never be available for me. You end up sharing like way more than you should. And only after some time you're like, damn, I overshared." But it was because of pain and anger. It was more like you're not sharing because you want to share, but you're sharing because you are in pain of knowing that this person that I call my friend was never available or these people that I've called my friend, they were never available. And I learned that, you know, Sometimes the people we put first in our lives, they put us last in their lives. Because if I put you first and you put me first in your life, obviously when I come to you and I cry, you won't have problems with me with me telling you my problems. And I will also not have problems with you telling me your problems because we are friends and we put each other first. But then the moment you put me last and I put you first, that's where the problem starts because I expect you to give me the same energy I give you when you come to me. But when I struggle to get that energy, then it's something else. You get me. But I think that uh, I've learned to not overestimate my place in other people's lives because I've done that for a long time. Especially after being poisoned in high school and having trust issues. I wanted to always, you know, be the good friend. I wanted to always be looked as Ah, oh, you know, Holly's such a good friend, but now you struggle to pretend for a long time because that's not who you are. I wanted to fit in so bad but i i I think with time, I got to learn that you need to stop overestimating your place in people's lives. You need to know that you're sharp when you're alone, you're okay, you don't need anyone. you can have friends, but know your place, know that. These friends can laugh with you today and tomorrow they can switch up on you. It's it's human. I will not judge people or blame people for that, you know. And I knew that, okay, sharp. My friends are not my friends. My friends are just people I know. Because now if I share problems with them and they're not available for me, it means that, nah, 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 babes, no, you know. So what I'm trying to tell you guys is that um, when you have friends who put you first when you have friends who are willing to listen when you have friends who always know that you are you are important in their lives please keep them trust me keep them and appreciate them thank god for them you know because it's very rare to find especially female friends who are willing to listen who are Willing to be in your life for a good reason. Who are willing to put you first. I'm not saying that they should should put you first because you're the best friend. Even if you're not a best friend, you're just a friend. They should be able to put you first when you're coming with your problems. Because the moment they put you last when you're coming with your problems, it means that your place in their lives is not as important. Because if it was important, they wouldn't have issues with you coming to them and be like, Yo, guys, I'm going through this understand so i really wish that you guys um have friends or find two true friends who will always be down for you as much as you're down for them and friendships are hard because you get to fight you get to you know kiss and make up but when you have real friends guys make sure you keep them because it's not easy it is not easy to be friends with people who are not friends with you do not claim people who don't claim you this goes for relationships as well do not claim people who don't claim you because you will end up hurt you know so that's what i wanted to share with you guys thank you very much for listening, for listening. Yeah, for. <laughs> anyway thank you very much guys for listening And hope you guys will listen to the next one. If you guys have thoughts and, you know, comments that you want to share, hit me up. I will always reply. And if you guys want to be part of my podcast and you'll be like, yo, we want to talk to you about friendship. I'm always here. We can always do, you know, another podcast about friendships, hearing different view from, you know, maybe two different people. But if you feel that you're good with my experience with friends, then hit me up with the next topic that you want me to touch because I'm obviously going to be sharing about my life. And if you maybe want me to share on relationships or on school or on life or on work or whatever, hit me up. I'm always willing to, you know, get out of my comfort zone with such things. At Holi underscore on both Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook is Nkhodi Sheng KG Mahoba. Thank you very much, guys. I love you. Till next time. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hey, guys. How are you guys? Hope you guys are doing well. Um, Super great. And I'm happy to be back here talking to you guys. Talking to you guys. Anyway. Uh, first and first, I'd really love to say thank you guys to, you know, for listening to, to my podcast, my first episode, which did so great. for first episode, you guys, the turnout was amazing. You guys were listening. You guys were hands on, you know, and the commands and the stories and everything that you guys shared. I really, really appreciate and I'm so glad that a lot of people were relating to the story and I'm looking forward to the part two, the interview. Someone, you know, my favorite people, two of my favorite people, are gonna be sharing, you know, their experiences. And then, if you guys have questions about friendships or something you'd like to add as well, you can also, you know, send through. Because I'm still, I'm still working on, you know, getting a lot of questions so that I can be able to ask questions that you guys might be having to the guests that we're gonna have. But above all, I'm really, really grateful for what you guys did for me listening and sharing and commenting and sharing experiences because that topic got people talking and i hope that with every you know episode people will be able to open up and share their stories you know so i really really appreciate and uh with every episode let me explain with every episode there's always going to be a part two where when a new topic comes there's always going to be part two like with friendships we're going to have a part two part two is where we have a guest coming to talk about what we spoke about like like for example with friendships we're going to have uh, two guests that are going to come and talk to us about the experience of friendships and ask them a few questions so that it's not only my experience and it's not only my story so that other people can be able to have a platform to share what they know and what they feel you know so hence uh, I'm gonna have you know two people or three people like every time there's a new topic coming you know like for example for today's topic we're gonna have you know different people coming through to talk about this again you know so that it's not only about myself we all dealing with this you know topics together but other than that thank you so much for being here and listening to me I really really appreciate you guys so we're going to get into it and the topic that we're going to be touching is loneliness and depression I know a lot of people are definitely related to, to this topic of loneliness and depression because as students people who just finished school and people who are, uh, you know, learning about life in general experience this part of life, you know, so I figured that since I, I know I won't do that, I should, sit, I should also should talk about it, you know, because it, really, it was not a nice time in my life, it was really horrible, it was a horrible, horrible time. Cases like yo, I used to go through the most. Yo. I kind of feel like it was a very really dark time in my life then, anyway. Here goes, you know, in 2014, I was in matric, it was the excitement of you know finishing school, high school rather. Because doesn't mean when you finish matric, you're done, you still need to go work you're bad your off, you know. So, finish finished matric, and when I was finishing matric, it kind of felt like a dream, because you were like, coming you know, but reality came very really fast at me, when I finished writing a metric and I had to get the results, you know, when I got the results, that's when everything went south, like, you know when things go, like, completely south, and them going south was me failing my metric. You know how how, how embarrassing and how stressful that is, you not know, appearing in a newspaper. Because, come on, as much as your, your surname is not there, your initials are not there, it's just your ID number. The fact of the matter is that you are not there. You get me? And people are celebrating and people are happy. You can't even expect someone to cry with you when you have failed. You know, because I remember that the night where the the morning we were getting when we were getting the results i was really i did not sleep well, i couldn't sleep like i, I would sleep for like 5 minutes get up sleep I like get up you know it was really difficult time for me to to be myself because i was stressing thinking going to disappoint my family how are people going to look at me how are my friends you know those kind of things obviously abantu to sothini was was eating me more than myself or of what, am I gonna, what am I gonna make of myself, you No, know, I failed got my results, I asked one of my friends to tell me if I've passed, and then they went MIA on me they couldn't tell me, they couldn't just really be like, your friend, you failed you know, at that time I was really mad I was like, oh, how can my friend just go MIA on me when I'm calling her, she's like oh no, I'm busy, and, you know, the time is like in the AMs, but anyway fast forward to dealing with fail now, dealing with failure is having to go to school to get your statement. <laughs> and when I went to school, I did not go to school. Rather, my mom went to get the statement. My mom was rather disappointed. Like, she was, you know, there's disappointment where you can be like, I'm ah, disappointed, I'm word a word, But she was disappointed to a point where she couldn't even look at me. It was more like, this is just a failure. Failure of a child, you know. This is nothing. This child's stupid, you know and you know having to see that and experience that not having emotional support from your family and not having anyone back you up to say everything's going to be fine was the most hurtful thing I kind of feel like more than being hurt by the results I was actually hurt by the fact that the people I trusted to be there for me whether the people kissing me out saying yo you're so stupid oh my gosh we're not failure you know those kind of things and it kind of felt like I was dumb I, I ended up believing that I'm dumb you know I ended up believing that I'm, I'm good for nothing I'm just a failure so what you know and I went back to school to go register for for rewrite for supplementary rather and yes I did but when I when I studying for Saab because I was writing like in February, I remember. I couldn't study because I was really, honestly, I was really, really, really depressed. My goodness, guys. Oh, God, I, I was depressed. I was starting to believe that I'm stupid. Even when I was studying, I was like, what's the point of studying? What's the point of, of doing this? Because I'm nothing. You know, people don't see me as anything. I'm just... I'm just a failure, I'm just that girl who failed my trick so what am I going to be in life because people believe that I'm a failure you know I I went and I wrote and I failed again because I I could not even study so I failed again and I was like you know what girl, this ain't for you (laughs) go look for something to do go look for a job you know and I couldn't do that because of having to deal with the constant reminders in my life you know, my mom always reminding me of how much of a failure I am and how much of nothing I am and you know I'm laughing now because when looking at where I am today I'm actually laughing but you know when when I was going through those things I kind of felt that I just want to die I just want to you know I wanted to be in 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 a room where no one could access me where no one could see me where no actually like where no one could just tell that nobody oh, is in that room I just wanted to be far away from anything I wanted to be away from I would I wanted to be away from a lot of things I wanted to be away from my friends actually I didn't have friends then I wanted to be away from each and everything that was constant reminder in my life of that I'm a failure and I started asking myself questions what would happen if I was to kill myself? Are those people going to cry because they loved me or they're going to be happy because a failure died? You know, what if I was walking okay and then a car bumps into me and then I just die on the spot? Are these people gonna cry because they love me or they're gonna cry or they're gonna be happy? You know, I had those questions in my head and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you know, the, the most hurtful thing was seeing my little cousin, my little sisters doing well in life and then I'm just here like. <laughs> you're a failure because now I started leaving the words that they were telling me and the, the funny thing is that I've always wanted to hurt myself but because I'm scared of pain I couldn't do it I would think about doing it but I couldn't do it I couldn't do it I couldn't do it like it would go on in my head I couldn't sleep I would say let me drink a lot of pills but then you know you know you know, when you plan you plan you're like, you plan and like I want to die because I'm nothing to these people I'm just now staying at home doing nothing. I'm good for nothing. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm a fool. I'm a dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing, basically. That's how I was feeling every day of my life. Getting up, seeing my mom, seeing He looks, you know, seeing how she looks at me, how mm-hmm. she speaks to me. I ended up running away from home because I couldn't take it in. I couldn't deal with the constant reminders of I'm nothing and I went to stay with my aunt staying with my aunt she said that because I left without even telling anyone where I was going like when I was on my way to going to I don't know where my sister called she was like no come you know and I went to my aunt's place when I got there you know How old people would want to resolve things and stuff like that. Like you're taking me back to the same pain that made me leave. So now you're actually taking me. It's more like living in an abusive home. And they're taking you back to an abusive home because they feel like they found a solution for the person obviously the, the abuser will not change the abuser will actually be more angry at the fact that now you are involving other people in our situations. So you understand so now when they when, when i left and they were like no we're gonna sit down with your mom and talk to her and whatever, whatever and then you know and <laughs> i it, it got to be like oh damn you know now you have to go back to square one Of fighting, of now not talking to each other, of now you know being in in a a space where it's bad, you know, and I don't know how I survived. I don't know how I made it. Please don't ask me how. I just I just remember living my life, hanging. I was literally hanging. I was literally. Closed up in I was always in my room like you know when you watch TV and you hear footsteps of someone coming, you just go to your room and close the door and lock yourself and be like, I don't wanna talk to anyone and just cry and cry and cry. You know, even when people would talk about themselves going to varsity and stuff like that, I'd always ask myself, Am I ever gonna be anything? I couldn't even date. I couldn't even have friends. I couldn't have anything because I was too embarrassed. I was so much of a failure that I, I, I didn't believe that I, I was I was meant to have friends. You know, I believed that the people who were supposed to have friends were people who were doing well in life. I Me, mean, I was nothing. I was just useless. I was just pain into people's lives. I was nothing. Kills next to me every single day every single day thinking of how are people gonna feel when mm-hmm. I die, are they gonna feel sorry or are they gonna be happy am I always gonna be a constant reminder of saying, of saying that On. I've always asked myself those questions of saying how are people going to react to finding out that Khudi has passed on she killed herself are they going to be happy the fact that she's gone you know I feel like 2015 years I felt like God was not part of me. I felt like no one was part. I felt like my ancestors were not part of me. I felt like I had no one. I felt like I... I felt like I had nothing. Of which is true, I had nothing to my name. What I had was a failure next to my name. It was More like that was like my middle name because people didn't see me as anything. Now, you know, when I see a lot of students, a lot of people killing themselves because of depression, it's the constant battle that you have with yourself of saying, What am I? Am I enough? It's too much for me to take in, it's too much. I just want to stop living, I just want to stop breathing. I just wanna stop it all. I just wanna break away from everything. I just wanna be free from this pain. That's what you feel when you're lonely and depressed and no one is feeling your pain. That's how I felt. That no one would understand what I was going through. You know you should. through what I went through you will never understand but when I see this you know our age our age groups you know people our age group killing themselves you know I, I understand as much as I know it's painful I understand the constant battle they have to go through you know I always see people on Twitter talking about depression and loneliness and everything I never touch on those topics because I always get reminded of how useless I was in 2015 of how how much of nothing I was in 2015. That's why I never really, you know, talk about depression because it takes a lot. You Not know, like even with this topic that I'm touching, because my little sister was like, "Yo, we should talk about depression and loneliness." And when she got me, when she, when she when she told me about it, I was like, "Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea." But in my head, I was like, "No, I'm not ready to share." You know. Then today, I just decided to press a record and just share. I understand the pain that a lot of people go through. I will never say it'll get better because when it's supposed to get better, that's when it gets worse. When it's supposed to to feel less painful, that's when the pain gets to be more, when when you feel like you need to break away from a lot of things, that's when you are getting into that hole, that's when that hole is closing up, that's, when you, that's the more you cannot get out of it. Praying gets really hard, talking to people gets really hard, a lot of things you lose you lose a lot of things you lose you lose sense of anything you lose going to school you lose seeing yourself as worthy Mm -hmm. you are nothing you see yourself as useless you see yourself as a pointless person you see yourself as nothing worthless Mm -hmm. but when that time comes where you heal not completely but when you heal and you see something positive. I say grab onto it because with me, when I got the chance to change my life, I changed it. I worked on it. It was not easy to now go back, even when people would ask, So you failed metric. You're never comfortable to talk about how of how you failed. never comfortable to tell your partner of how much of a failure are you because you don't know how they're going to react but today today as I'm, I'm reopening this I'm graduating I'm the pain I went through is the pain that carried me to be where I am today. What I'm, what I'm telling you is that even as much as you're in pain, I know you want to take away the pain by just by just cutting everything, by, by turning that button off. If you turn it off, I will never say why. I'll, I always understand. But one day you will heal. Seek help. It's not easy to get up and say, Good is real and it kills the youth because it's too much for us to handle from our families to the society it's really really hard thank you so much for listening to this podcast until next time we record again friendships someone out there who sees you as a better person, you are an inspiration to someone else thank you so much until next time don't forget, I really appreciate your comments, I'm really down right now I can't be up, I really appreciate you guys' comments, thank you, thank you so much for listening can't wait to hear from you about this thank you